0: that we cover that don't require an introduction, but this, this is one of them, and despite its popularity, I will still do my best to deliver a preamble that properly represents the impact and reign this picture has had since its release. That movie is none other than Steven Spielberg's 1975 summer blockbuster, Jaws. This wasn't just a movie for kids, or a hidden gem for horror nerds, Jaws had reach, audiences young and old felt and still feel the waves of fear created those 47 years ago. I mean, Jaws literally changed the beach forever. There is not one person who has seen it who hasn't heard the infamous, da na" while dipping their toes into a large body of water. This fear was so universal and genuine that unfortunately sharks were notoriously overhunted after the movie's release, and it even led to some regrets from the writer of the book and some of those who worked on the movie. But to describe Jaws as some exploit animal run amok film would just be an injustice to such a remarkable idiosyncratic story. Jaws was a family movie, with likeable characters with whom you identify and grow attached to. And after all these years its reign still lives on, and luckily we are here to discuss it with you. So folks, without any further introduction, let's take a minute to discuss the biggest film we've ever talked about. Here is our take on Jaws. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. Folks, this is an important episode, season finale, Oh, at least of the movies, right? We don't have the recap. This is the last movie of the season. Folks, I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and sitting across from me, the best producer in the whole entire world, Mr. Ozark Mark. Mark, we've made it through another season, man. What's happening here?
1: What's going on? Be well the old Spanish lady <laughs> uh, That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are on the season finale, like Mr. Christian Ramey said, and your votes have tallied up. And we had to save the most popular vote for last. For last, of course. And that is no other than the one and only Jaws. 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 Now, this is interesting, Christian Ramey, because um, we've only, I think the only other movie we've done on this podcast that technically isn't in the horror category was The Burbs. Yeah, that's true. Because I forget, I always forget a couple things about this movie. One, that it's not an actual horror movie. It's labeled as uh, adventure or thriller. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? And then also, it's rated PG, Thank God for seventies, you know, guidelines because. Seriously. PG I'm watching this like there's no there's practically nudity in like the first five minutes. It's not like, f- like full blown there, but you if you look hard enough, if you squint, you'll see the titties and the nipples in the bush. Same rating as the minions. Yes, <laughs> like it's elect- the same rating as the minions, and people are getting devoured by sharks.
0: <laughs> there's really kind of hard to put. In words, I mean, obviously, we week after week, we hype up movies. That's our job. We're never going to come on here and be like, well, that movie was mild. That was a mild film. That was all right. So usually we hype a movie up a little bit anyways, but this is one of those ones where it's really hard to put uh, your arms around the scope of the impact of this movie. It changed the way literally sharks were treated. They were overhunted after this movie.
1: Changed everybody's beach experience. Forever, one hundred (laughs) percent, dude. The only people that don't know what we're talking about when they look at a beach, the only people that don't get their feeling are kids. Like kids are like, "What's Jaws?" And like, guess what? You're gonna tell them, or you're gonna (laughs) tell them what Jaws is. Shark. They get it. They put two and two together. Nobody in the world has looked at a beach the same after this. I guarantee you. Every time you look at a beach, every time you think of oceans, you think of them sharks. You think of Jaws. Mm-hmm. instantly you 100%. do 100% dude you know what's really funny
0: as well is i was i was talking to somebody they were on my tiktok live and they were saying kind of the same sentiment of how sharks were overhunted because of this but one dude said sharks really aren't that scary i said are you on drugs sharks aren't that scary okay sharks aren't that scary if you want to tell me hey maybe jaws gave sharks a bad rap okay maybe i'll hear you there but that's that doesn't mean sharks aren't scary. Sharks are terrifying. Unless you're some certified diver with a weapon, if you are in the ocean and you see a shark, I don't give a fuck what kind. That's bad. No. That's not great. That is terrifying.
1: That is. The, <laughs> it is. I don't care if you're in that cage. I'll, the only time sharks aren't scary is when you're on land, and they're on land. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Then they're not scary. They're just some dumb fish there. But anytime, no. Okay? You see a fin, anything's sticking up. This movie has made people scared to go in their pool. and it's clear like (laughs) a river a river they're scared of any body of water if it's a pond a lake like his jaws in there or some shit you know what i mean but sharks are fucking scary they're eating machines and any kind of large fish is really scary because we are land mammals we are not water we don't belong in the water
0: out of our element dude yes It, it would be just as easy as if a shark was on land how easy would that be to fight You you kick the shit out of a shark on land. Oh, yeah. You just start kicking at them. I mean, stay away from the mouth. You're good. Yep. That's how vulnerable you look in the water to that damn shark. Oh, yeah. Just easy pickings. So on top of that, you know, we got a, a movie with a lot of impact, freaked a lot of people out. But directed by steven spielberg we haven't i mean that's not a casual director name if you were to vote like most popular director of all time i think he would be in that top five list if not number one for some folks steven spielberg had an ability like you said this movie's pg so he had a mo- a, a way even like you know with his hands in poltergeist he can make a family movie but it has some creepy ass elements to it it's a an actual family movie. When you think of the word family movie, you think of like, here's a movie I gotta go watch with my kids and mm-hmm. it's family. It's this isn't great. But when you have a movie that can have the whole family on board, Spielberg crushes that. And this is one of those movies that is kind of timeless in the sense when you're watching it, it doesn't feel like this is some ancient movie. Yeah, you you very easily follow what's going on and you keep up the whole time. And for that, I mean that's just the thing that not all movies have. I think, uh, especially in horror movies, you have movies that are very much shot in the now. So, like, you can go back and you're like, yes, this movie is very 1986. Okay, this is very 1992. To the T, to the way they talk, dress, whatever. Then you got them one flicks where you just... You can't tell what year it came out. You're just watching like, I don't know when the fuck this came out, man. It's it's just timeless. It's still good. And... Um, There's almost like a simplicity to it. Like it's a very complicated movie. There was a lot going on, but there's just a simpleness to it. Like uh, for example, one of our main characters, Brody. uh, You know, when he's sitting there eating dinner with his son after he's all stressed out after a long day of dealing with everybody's shit, and his little son just looks up to him and he's like mirroring everything dad, Dad does. So if he reaches for his drink, the boy will reach for his. There's just little things like that that aren't in every horror movie. And this is what makes it a Spielberg film. There's just, I don't know, like really the true definition of a family film.
1: Dude, he has a crazy ability to make you think that this is a scary movie and then no more than 30 seconds later they're in a scene where there's like Indiana happy Indiana Jones happy music in the background. Like, You know what I mean? like, this mm-hmm. doesn't belong here. Uh, this this is supposed to be a fearful movie and then they're just, like, lightheartedness of them getting on the boat, going to catch a great white shark. And he made it lighthearted and no big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's just all, it's just casual. Like, oh, no, no big deal. Everybody's fine. She's like, look
0: here, dude. I don't know about you, Mark. I don't know about you, but if First off, if there's children in the water and there's sharks coming out, I feel like my sin, I I would be freaking out. I would be there would it would be a different movie if I was the main character. It's a shark! We fucking stupid! Get out! Get out
1: now! Now! <laughs> there's some. There's this. There was the scene which was funny. Um, it's when uh, they're all going back into the water i think this is after the couple of the shark attacks have happened and it's the fourth of july weekend and the mayor guy makes people go out in the water and have fun yeah. and then as <laughs> soon as they see the shark they all start scrimp scrambling for the shore and you see just grown-ass men just flipping kids off of floats and taking their float and taking <laughs> and getting the fuck out of there yeah the terror
0: in the water scenes were great they really were um I guess we should lay down a synopsis, because I'm sure there's some people that maybe have not seen Jaws.
1: I really don't know how you haven't,
0: but go ahead. That's a good point. It really is. But if I could just break it down quickly, it's 4th of July weekend and uh, Amity Island here. And Amity Island is based on tourism. They get a lot of money from tourists coming in every 4th of July season, Labor Day weekend, that kind of stuff. So obviously they have a big weekend coming up. Well, a couple days before that, a skinny dipper, this girl goes out, goes out swimming. She gets tore up by a shark. Nobody's really thinking too much right away. The boyfriend she was with reports her missing. Well, they eventually find her body. And Brody, the police chief... He's not, he's kind of a foreigner to the island. He doesn't really like the water. He doesn't like shit. So he's like, yep, shut the beach down. And everybody's like, easy, easy, easy. we got to figure out what happened. You know, we got to figure out what's going on. It was a boating accident. Well, right, exactly. So a few days later, a little boy gets eaten on the beach. He gets eaten, so... Not
1: only just eaten, he gets eaten in front of everybody.
0: Yes. A whole crowd. He gets tore up. So obviously things get serious. They call in a shark expert, Hooper, played by Richard Dreyfuss. One of my favorite characters ever from a movie. He's just so much fun. And he ends up linking up with Brody. And Brody kind of shares the same sentiment of like, hey, this is fucked up. There's sharks out here. We we should shut down the beach. Well, Mr. Mayor... He doesn't feel so. He wants all that money from all the tourists. He doesn't want to freak everybody out. So, according to the mayor, 4th of July weekend is still open, and this leads to some crazy anxieties with everybody. So, Hooper, Brody, they end up hiring this old man named Quint, an old fisherman, to go hunt Jaws. And they go out to hunt this monster fish that's been eating all the local people, and it's their job to try to kill Jaws. And if uh, you're familiar with the movie, they do. (laughs) they do they blow him up in the end and it's very fun that's the part I like about that too Um, everybody kind of relates with Brody in a sense just that like irritated dad that doesn't want to do everything all the time but you just get dragged into it he would be that like even though Hooper still lives, you think he's dead for a moment. He's in a scuba gear, and then there's just a moment where Brody's on this boat like, fucking it, taking out this fish. You just see his... Like, he's just angry. He just wants to go home.
1: Like, goddammit. <laughs> <Like, laughs> just just... Man. That's another... I know that... Now, this movie has some... It's scary parts, but they're not, like, scary. Like, I don't think you're going to lose sleep over this movie at all. But one thing that I noticed that this movie does portray and proceed and give you is anxiety this movie will give you anxiety for sure just like the, from the shark attacks to their boat just slowly sinking in the middle of the ocean and
0: let's not let's not forget one of the best most iconic movie scores of all time everybody knows the na everyone knows that
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's
1: like the Mike Tyson you know Mike Tyson's entrance music it was just one note of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those low noises make you feel uncomfortable does it perfectly very simple You could
0: use that for anything and make it climactic. Like, like follow your cat to his food bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Anything you do, it's going to make it dramatic. So Spielberg does a great job at layering the music in with this and just building suspense the whole time. It's not a, a very hard premise to wrap your mind around. I mean, it's just a giant animal that everyone needs to kill or get rid of. And... I don't think there's one person. There might be marine biologists or scuba divers or shark specialists that are, sharks aren't scary. Maybe they have that. They feel that way. But I think most everyone in the world is uh, freaked out by a big shark. I, I, like That's just a base level fear. It's, um, not everybody's afraid of snakes. Not everybody's afraid of spiders. But it's just that going in the water element of what's below me. What is underneath me? And there's just nothing you could do. No. Unless you got, like, a Freddy Krueger glove on each hand. I, I I mean, even then, you're still probably going to get eaten. But yeah. you might have the satisfaction, at least you got him a couple times. But I, there's nothing you could do. There's just nothing. He will pick your ass up out of water.
1: And yeah. go
0: down. I mean, you're what done. are you talking at? A 12-foot shark here?
1: No, 20. <sighs> 20-foot great white shark. Now... Dull's I mean, there's so many. Dole's eyes. Those <laughs> eyes. I would catch that fish. <laughs> Gwen is the best. He is. He's hilarious, man. Um, you know, there's lots of movies in this reference. I'm sure everybody has been in a situation where they can reference this movie in their lives. Like, I've had multiple. It was funny. One time, um, you know, there's scenes in this movie where they are shooting Jaws with barrels to try and track them and, like, wear them down, right? So you just see the barrel floating above the water. Well, there was one time I was out there fishing with my dad at this uh, pond, right? And I had a bobber, right? So it was a big fish, like, but it broke my line. <laughs> but the hook was still in its mouth, and the bobber was above water, so we could just watch this fish <laughs> just walk around the lake or swim around the lake, and we knew where he was. Never could catch that son of a bitch again. I think he knew better. He tracked him. You know, he was the he was the local legend. He was letting you know.
0: Uh-huh. You want me? You're gonna have to come back. You're gonna have to catch me by hand. I don't know, dude. I I just try to envision that. Uh, I try to envision myself in all these situations, and I think if you had to, you would pull the Brody approach. If you had to do it, you got to do it. You're a human being. You got to keep other people safe. That's just your job. No, but you got something you don't want to do today. This is it. And I get that. I like. I like though that his character was paired with uh with Hooper because Richard Dreyfuss kills this role. He's very funny. I don't know why, but he, his character just cracks me up. This whole movie, he's like uh he's very smart. Uh, he's a very likable character, very kind of like meek and smart, and uh, just comes in with the one liners throughout the whole movie. But I love their relationship because they are buddies, but they're different. One's kind of a nerd. The other one's just. Simple man, simple, dry. Don't care about all the extra jargon. But they work so well together. I could watch, I could have watched like a a, a series of movies with those two guys together. They look, they just work well together on scene, on camera. Even even with Quinn. <clears throat> and there's people who do better on camera together. You can tell when certain people are being forced in a scene together. You're like, eh. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care if they're big actors. It could be Brad Pitt and whoever. You could put them in a scene and it's just like, they just don't click. These three on the boat in this movie, man, they're like a friend. They're the three stooges or something. They're just a friendship, a partnership that your brain uh, goes to. I mean, this movie's been out longer than I've been alive. So... I, that, that's a fun trio for me, you know, Brody, Hooper, and Quint. All right, yeah, I like them guys.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a good thing too, cause like half the movie is them on the boat. But you know, that's the best parts of the movie, honestly. And they
0: they all have their limitations. They're not not none of them are perfect, but just together they make a cool
1: core group. And uh, I mean, two of them make it. <laughs> Two of them make guitar. Quinn, oh man, Quinn got it so bad, <laughs> bro. He got <laughs> this. Is, this is a PG movie. <laughs> <Have> you... <laughs> He's getting devoured by a huge shark, <laughs> not kind and of half. Him. Blood coming out of his mouth. Oh, man. That wasn't implied. It was... <laughs> no, it was there. <laughs> Most of the kills, like, you just see the aftermath from the blood and the water. Of them weren't right. No, you see him just getting eaten. Uh, what made it cool. worse for me is he's just like,
0: ah! Oh, <laughs> he's yeah, he's dying. Really like, ah! <laughs>
1: he's in
0: pain. <laughs> just like, okay, well, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> And I like how they're like just ridiculous premise of like, we're going to put the scuba gear in his fucking mouth and shoot it and blow him up. But at this point, nobody cares. All right. Nobody. You're like, all right. No,
1: just kill. That's the only way you can't kill that fish. Now, I mean, your boat is literally almost in the water. You have nothing left. Fuck, dude. One hell of a way to kill a shark, though. An impossible shot. I'm glad they made him miss like five times before he actually hit it. Because if he would have got that first shot, it'd be like no fucking way. But you know, he got like five tries and he finally got it. That's what that is one of the best moments after he blows up the shark because he thinks
0: he's all alone. Uh, not only is Quinty just saw Quint got eaten, but he thinks Hooper's gone. He's yeah. like, "Fuck, man, I'm out here by myself." Well, dorky as Hooper pops up in a scuba gear like hey <laughs> and it was just a great moment of like what do we do and then it just goes to the next scene and they're both holding like a piece of wreckage just paddling towards the shore like fuck <laughs> like keep paddling man keep paddling oh that would suck it would man if you had that one person though you'd be like alright we know what we gotta do like if you were by yourself you might give up or something you might just oh no <laughs> but okay man just keep paddling we're gonna make it through. Would you uh let your kids go swimming
1: in the ocean? You know, like just in general? Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I mean I, I do mean, I mean shark attacks are very, very unlikely. Um I don't I don't really go out far anyway. I really don't like going out far just because of that simple fact. Like they do um They've gone out on uh, jet skis and things before, and I'm just like, I ain't doing that. Like, I'm sure it's a ball. I'm sure it's great. I just don't like not knowing what the fuck is under me.
0: Yeah, I need a big boat for that. I'm not
1: trying to get caught in the middle of the ocean. Not even in the middle. I'm not trying to get caught, like, 20 feet offshore. Like, I don't like it. You know? I want to be in a large boat. I pretty much go out in the beach. I pretty much go out far until my stomach is covered and I can pee, and then I come back. Yeah, you know that's as far as I go in the ocean. Because at that point, you could still run. Okay, you're just running against the water,
0: but you're not swimming.
1: Right. You're you know, not I mean, you, you have your footing on the ground. You can get a nice like kick. You know. I usually wear flip flops or or some kind of. I'm not stepping
0: on the shit. It could be literally anything in there. It could be a glass bottle. It could be. Uh, you don't know. You don't know. That's the part. Like I'm less worried about sharks versus stepping on some shit. Cause there's all kinds of trash in the ocean. Oh yeah, there's all there's all kinds of crazy shit in the ocean,
1: especially if you can't see. So mm-hmm. if I'm like kind of going out there, I'll have like some kind of you know it's fucking water seashells, shoes. jellyfish, and all that crap. Yep. Like there's washed up jellyfish on the shore. I'm like, uh, I ain't going in there. There's people catching. There's people fishing, and they catch like little sharks off the edge, on the on the shore. I ain't afraid of a little shark. It's a little baby shark. It's whatever. No, but uh, if that thing bit you, you'd be like motherfucker. Yeah, it would be a pain in the ass. You got a favorite part of this movie?
0: If I had a favorite part of Jaws, I really like the scene where Hooper... So, obviously, we talked about Hooper and Brody yelling at the town mayor, and it's just been a long day. There's pandemonium in the town. A kid's been eaten. Like, Brody has had his word cut out for him as the police chief. So he's sitting at home, and he's just, like, staring at his dinner. He's not, like, even really eating his dinner. And all of a sudden, fucking Hooper pops in with a bottle of white and red wine. He's like, "Are you eating this?" He just starts like eating this, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like making his wife Is laugh. Anybody, and... anybody
1: eating this? <laughs> no, <laughs> just
0: does that. Just I'm gonna take your dinner real quick, man. <laughs> so, I love his comfortability, and I, I that dinner scene really I enjoy a lot because he just comes in and um, it very much displays that character. And, um, yeah, he just takes his dinner with no fucking, yeah, all right, thanks, man. You eating this? All right, well, I am. <laughs> like,
1: what about you, Mark? What what sticks with you? I, two of them, actually, if I can say. One real quick, one yeah. part that just made me laugh is when they catch the first shark, and they think it's Jaws, and all townspeople are excited, and Hooper just comes over. He's examining it. He's like, yeah, that's it's a tiger shark. And just one of the towns guy just looks at him like, a what? <laughs> <laughs> it just cuts away. <laughs> oh, that that was funny. But I really do like the night the the scene right after your scene when they're eating dinner is when they go out on the boat in the middle of the night and then they find um, that one boat, the Fisher, yeah, the Fisher that had like eight guys on it and they told him not to go out. So that's a cool things about that scene. One, it's night. It's cool. It's really lit. I like the lights around the boat. That looks cool, and I like his, just his venture, because there's something eerie, always sticks with me, about a half-sunken boat. It could be the middle of the day. Like, I've seen half-sunken boats around in Florida and stuff. Ghost
0: or, ship kind of feel. Yeah,
1: it's just, it's just unsettling to see a half-sunken
0: boat. Yeah, you want to know the story Did they, Exactly. Are it's they like, okay? Like, are why
1: they... is this, you know, how is this still afloat, like? But a sinking boat is always just fucking scary in general. But the, it was cool. I liked him going under, finding the big shark tooth, and then the body just popping out and him freaking out. Like, the whole little scene there was really cool.
0: Yeah, it was a hell of a pop scare, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was really, uh, for a non-horror movie, horror movie, that was a great pop scare. Uh, that that crossed the line of suspense and actually hit with a, Oh, fuck! Because that head popped right out of that little spot.
1: I like when they go back and argue with him after the fact. And he's like, the mayor's like, what, well, do you got the tooth? No, I had an accident. <laughs> I had an accident. <laughs> had an, accident. <laughs> an accident. That's what his excuse was.
0: <laughs> I like when they're trading war stories amongst each other. The scar stories when Quint and uh, Brody and Hooper, they're all out. And they're just, you know, they, they end up clicking with each other. And they're, like, drinking. They're talking about scars that they got. And then uh, right at the end... <laughs> Uh, what what was that? What did he? What was that girl's name that he called her? He fucking um. They're all pointing out their scars, and then Hooper just points at his chest. He's like, "You see this one? You see, you see?" <laughs> he said, "Mary Ellen Mafetch. She broke my heart. <laughs> they haven't healed since." And then they all just fucking lose it because they're just having a day already. Yeah. But I love their comedy. I also love when the mayor was like. I bet you'd like that. Get your name in a National national Enquirer paper, or get you national a National Geographic. Geographic. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. He, just, he just starts losing his shit because he's trying to save everybody. Yeah, and, this and then
1: I like the vandalism on the billboard, too, behind him. It looked cooler. He's like, and, the mayor, and the mayor was like, you see that? Vandals. I want them caught and hung or whatever it is. And then Hoover's like, that's actual proportion, just so you know. That's what we're dealing with. This, this
0: is what we're dealing
1: with. Actually, that's very good portrayal, actually. I like, you know, another part I like about
0: this is there's a kid on the beach, that like the whole time when all the shark shits going down, he's just trying to make a sandcastle and he doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. He's just, Whoa, what's going on? And, in every scene, where people are, there's pandemonium on the beach. It just goes to that kid. He's just in his own, <laughs> own world, building to... a castle. <laughs> <laughs> like, i ain't going in that water. <laughs> Oh, y'all idiots there's like, sharks in that water
1: i like in the back to that scene where the mayor where he's trying to get people in the water and he goes over to this old guy he's like hey finn finn like why aren't you going in the water oh yeah i just put this ton last sun tan lotion i'm trying to soak in these rays to get some sun <laughs> yeah go in the water <laughs> <laughs> they just listen to him
0: too they do they do i mean you start thinking uh I started that intro on last week's episode, or maybe it was a week before, saying sometimes when you watch older films, you're like, "This movie's what? 1975? There's people in this movie that are 75." You're like, yeah. "Damn, when were you born, bro?" Like the world you lived was just completely different, like than the world that I lived. But the movie is still very viewable, still very. Um, Consumable. So, well, it's, it's just, I mean,
1: it's still relatable to this day. That's the main thing. There are still sharks in the water. There are still beaches and there are still shark attacks. Shark attacks are a very real thing.
0: Yeah. This and, is a
1: very believable story, the premise of it. Not like actually what happens, but it's a very believable story. And there's not a lot of time, like time moments to make you feel like you're in the 70s if you really look at it. It's just basic. It's an island. You got ferries. We still have ferries. The cars may look. You know, once you see the cars, then you might get a hint. But they barely have telephone usage in there. Yeah. You know, so you don't got that. It's just guys on a boat fishing, like, that's still relative today. Very relative. Yeah.
0: And it's funny, because there's,
1: like, movies you
0: can... Bad movies from the 90s you could watch and be like, dude, this feels like a million years ago. You make a movie right, dude. It's timeless. You could just go back, watch it at any moment you want to. And... Obviously, we could have talked about this for the Fourth of July weekend, but you know we wanted to get a little closer to Shark Week. It just felt right, man. I mean, this is a summer
1: movie. There's no doubt about it. Is it Shark Week? Yeah. Wow. We did this completely by accident, didn't we? Yeah, just worked (laughs) out. You've been hitting on the nail a lot with your movie choices. I think you're planning them out, honestly. But. Well, the people voted, you know, so we had to choose from
0: there. I just figured it was a strong contender, and last, when we did the Splat Pack season, Hostel ended up, you know, doing the best out of all of them, and we did that movie first. So I was like, I know Jaws will probably do fairly well. Um, I mean, maybe not as a horror movie, but I knew it was just such a good movie that, like, all right, let's put this last, and then we'll dig up those bones and see what we want to do. Well, it
1: got the most votes, too, you know. I think it, it really blew the votes out of the water. I believe so, at, like, more than 50% of votes. This is a
0: scary movie your grandparents have probably seen. I mean, scary movie... I'll say scary, not horror, because it has scary parts in it where you're like, man, this is freaky. This is one your grandparents have probably seen. This is... This isn't something weird and obscure. This isn't Wishmaster or like Phantasm Two or something random that no one's ever heard of.
1: No, and this is a movie that you cannot remake. I'm telling you, if they, there's no way you can touch it because it's still it's still timeless now. Do not try and remake this movie; it's not going to work. Yeah, because you can't touch it. And let's be honest: the mechanical shark in this looked really good. Still, it still it holds really up. It really does. It actually does. Looks <laughs> better know?
0: than CGI. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent
0: think a cgi shark would look like shit I, I think you would know
1: it's fake yeah absolutely i mean it, it looks it looks great i mean you can kind of tell it's a little bit foamy but it still looks great Sure, it yeah. still looks great like i know you know that's not gonna be a real shark but they did use a real shark that shark that they caught first mm-hmm. and held up forever that was a real shark they got a real shark for that
0: one of the creepiest scenes was when um <clears throat> it got like that boy scout director guy when they took his leg off, you remember when Jaws took his leg off? Mm -hmm. You just see the guy in the water, and it's like a point-of-view shot where you're above this guy, and you see just all of a sudden a shark come from underneath him, and you're like, oh, fuck! (laughs) Get out!
1: Uh (laughs) go! And his severed limb just floating down. Just peacefully. Just (laughs) like it just goes down
0: ever so peacefully. Just hairy-ass leg falling to the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) Sorry. (coughs) Yeah, at that point, it's like, I better get eaten. Just eat me now. Just, man. I like how there's the little f- facts in here, too, because Quint was a survivor of the USS Indianapolis, and he throws in that very iconic speech. Quint has quite a few speeches in this. Uh, the first one being when there's, like, a little town meeting, and people are like, all right, what the fuck are we going to do about this shark? What's everybody going to do? And Quint he puts his nails to a chalkboard, first off. That's horrendous. But he tries to stop everyone from talking and he's like, "Look, I will hunt this shark, but you got to pay me good money." And everybody's like, "Um, okay, crazy old man. No. <laughs> we're not doing that." And but then he has a speech later on where he when it was back to that scar scene and he was telling about how he was on the USS Indianapolis. And that was a real thing that happened. Um, naval ship got sunk uh near Japanese waters. And there was just a massive... These dudes were floating in the water for days and days. Something got messed up with their relay where their Mayday call didn't get sent out. So it was days before these peop- the military knew that these guys were out there. And they were just fucking floating. A lot of them were injured. And they were starting to get picked off one by one by sharks. Real life actually happened. Terrified scenario. And I like how they, they incorporated that, man. Like that's There's a little... You, you, I mean, there had to be survivors from that. There were survivors. And you wonder, like, what happened to you as you got older, man? Like, what'd you end up doing? And Quint could totally be one of those guys. Oh, You're yeah. like, no, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense
1: why you got shark mouths all over your place. I, I see why you hunt sharks now.
0: Yeah, and, and like his boat's name is the Orca. You know, Orcas hunt shark. You know, that's one of the very few things that can kill a shark. Yeah. Which I would love to see. I would love to see an Orca attack a shark. That's like some... That's just some badass shit right that there. That's some badass shit. The fucking ocean's
1: scary. <laughs> it's Whoa. like Mitch Hedberg's Mitch Mitch joke. It's, he's like, fish are always eating other fish. If the fish if fish could talk, the ocean would be loud as shit. <laughs> he's like, you don't want to submerge your head under the water. All you hear is fish going, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just
0: the eating each other. That's and- all
1: it is. Speaking of which, Christian Ramey, we're getting into some facts here. We got to call the guys in. <coughs> all right, bring them in. Welcome to the What Do You Know Here. This is a segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. Now, if this is your first time here, would <laughs> wouldn't took you so long? But since this is your first time here, you may not know, we're going to tell you what we know here, basically, okay? So you're going to know what we know, and if you don't know what we know, you're about to find out what we know, and then you're going to have a wee no gazem okay? Now, if you already know what we know, then you're going to have just a regular one, you know, like a quickie. You know, like, you know, when you're just bored and yeah. you're trying to pass the time. That's what it's going to feel like, but still going to feel good for a little bit. Okay? Not that satisfying. We know gas, okay? So, why don't you tell me something that you may or may not know about this movie, Jaws. Okay, so look here. We're talking about Steven Spielberg
0: we're talking about horror movies. We're talking about Jaws He's no stranger to horror movies. This isn't something that you know, he's new to and like two years before Jaws he had a movie called Duel I think many people are familiar with the movie Duel. Uh, The premise has been used for many years after
1: movies. He really likes movies with four letters, doesn't he?
0: Yes. So, Duel is a movie where a man is on the highway in a car. He's getting chased by a trucker. That's been used in Maximum Overdrive. It's been used in Joyride. It's a premise that just kind of lives on. Getting chased by a trucker. It's fucking freaky. It's scary. People don't like it. So, the producers of Jaws, because Jaws was a book. Jaws. Yeah, they were going to make it, and the producers, they picked Steven Spielberg, because they really liked his work in Duel. So, you know, he made some scary pictures, and they said, you know what, you can make that, you can make this. So that's a nice little fact for you. You know, that's that's fun stuff.
1: Wow, I did not know that about Jaws. What,
0: what do you know about Jaws?
1: I know some things about Jaws. Let me tell you this. Okay. I think uh, the producer said this was his favorite scene. So we go back to this. You know, it's, well, when they're at night and they finally discover that uh, boat and they get that uh, pop scare. You know, the pop scare, when yeah. he guy pops out of the boat, he, fr- he freaks out underwater. Fucking scary. So the thing about it is uh, that was not originally supposed to be in the movie, that pop scare. Okay But Steven Spielberg said it And he's like Hey this ain't creepy enough I think I want to throw Another pop scare in there So what he did Was he went to that He They shot that scene After the, everything else In the movie was completed The movie was done They're like filming's done But he's like No 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 We're gonna go back And do this So they went To one of Spielberg's Friends pools <laughs> Which probably A big ass pool If you could fit a boat in there But it was a nice, big-ass... But he's probably got rich friends, you know? Sure. But that scene was filmed after the movie was done because he didn't. He wanted to put more pop scare in it in somebody's pool.
0: That's, a, that's an iconic scene from the movie. It really is, Captain. you
1: know? It really is, and it almost didn't make it. Look at that there. Look at that there. We've got all kinds of stuff going on here with Jaws. So you know, want to know one of the most basic facts that some, one or two people in the world may not know? What? The iconic "We're gonna, you're gonna need a bigger boat" uh-huh. was completely ad-libbed. That's crazy. That was not in the movie. He you know, just said that, and they kept it. You know that, you know that mechanical shark
0: they got. Yeah. It weighed over a ton. That's a lot. Over two thousand pounds that thing weighed.
1: Surprised it floated.
0: All right? What happens when you lose that
1: thing? I don't
0: do. I don't know.
1: <laughs> what happens if you lose it? back to the production company. What okay, so we
0: had a mess up.
1: <laughs> I told you I should have wanted floaties on it. <laughs> There's another shark floating by it like, What the fuck <laughs> is that thing? What is that?
0: What do you do with this? That's some good stuff there. That's some nice facts about Jaws. I feel like if you've seen Jaws before, you might not have known these facts, okay? So that little scene with the fisherman, that was added. It wasn't even supposed to be
1: in there wasn't even supposed to be in there. That's a great summary. You know anything more about this movie? No, I think that's it. I think that's a nice little, some nice facts for you. You know, you can walk away with these. Wa-bang! Mark! Ooh, those are the bubbly burps. What's
0: up? So here's some little, you know, doing some research on this movie. It was a fairly long shoot. I think it was something like 100,
1: a 159-day shoot. Well, this movie was two hours and ten minutes long. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot it was this long. It's, it kind of goes quick for a movie that long. And that,
0: honestly, that's what pisses me off with certain new horror movies, like the elevated horror, when they try to make two- to three-hour movies, because two- to three-hour movies are limited to, to a very special type movie. Like, are you watching The Godfather? Are you watching Jaws? Right, like Unless your movie is of this cloth, do not make that motherfucker three hours long. Don't, because everyone's mad. I un- I, you can condense whatever bullshit you got going on into at least an hour and 45, unless this movie is Jaws. Unless it's The Godfather. Unless it's like a Lord of the Rings or something. It has to be a movie. A Braveheart. Gladiator. You have to be a movie of a certain cloth to be that long. And uh, Jaws definitely fits that. And honestly, it's kind of a... If I told you The Godfather was two and a half, three hours long, you'd be like, yep, that makes sense. Jaws is one of those ones where you're like, yeah, I guess it is two hours long. I guess it is. It
1: It goes rather quickly.
0: It does, man. It really does. And it's also a movie that has a quality you don't have this with all. Like, you, have you ever seen that meme where it says like I'm watching when I'm watching a movie and it shows like a gentle scene and it says when somebody walks in while I'm watching the movie, it shows like a heavy makeout scene or whatever. There are certain movies that you can't watch with everyone uh being in control of movie nights a harder task if you're doing it for a large group of people like you know say you're going to your in-laws or something and You're like yeah we're all watching a movie tonight like you gotta be selective you can't just like here's return of the living dead it's great you'll love it they won't they won't love it indeed Charles has a quality where it's like i don't care if you're five years old i don't care if you're 75 years old you could sit down and get consumed by this flick 100 percent. yeah that's uh That's just a certain tier of movie uh, that Jaws belongs to. It's a a fine cloth, and I I really I am not a big fan of people that make movies super long and try to seem all artsy about it. It's like, nah, man, just unless you're doing something this intense, don't do it. But, yeah, 160-day shoot damn near, so that's that's a long fucking time.
1: Yes, it is. That is 30, 60, 90, 120. One sixty thirty sixty nine. I That's like five months, man. That's pretty. That's insane. almost half a year here. Some movies are shot in less than a month. Yeah.
0: So I, I don't know the final budget cost on this because uh, there's, it bounces back and forth, and that happens sometimes on big pictures. But I don't know. I, I'm happy for the fact that, <clears throat> a. Of course, I'm happy that this movie exists, but I'm happy that we're actually finally talking about this on here because there's some movies that are, you know, not everybody knows. Like, we talked about Skeleton Key. Love that movie. It's a great movie. There's nothing wrong with Skeleton Key. But where does it stand, like, in the film history? Dude, Jaws, there's only, like, so long you're going to get before you get to this movie. This is top tier, probably top 100 movies ever made. Like,
1: Easily I, said, yes.
0: Top 100 movies ever made.
1: I really believe that.
0: Just kind of flawless in that regard. I mean, I I can't think of one bad part of this movie, even though, yeah, it's 75, the mechanical shark has moments where you can kind of see, like, ah.
1: No, man, I mean, this movie's good all the way through. There's comedic elements, there's frightening elements. There's, You know, it's got everything. And I guarantee you, everybody, most people in America, at least, maybe other countries, too, Watch this movie at least once a year. Whether you find it on TV or you sit down and watch it, you're going to watch this movie at some point in the year.
0: Why is this always on vacation? Like when you're on vacation at the beach, this movie is on. I promise you. I promise you it is. Mm -hmm. This had a very iconic Dolly Zoom moment as well. Oh, shit. I, I'm sure you ref- know what I'm referring to. So there's a iconic dolly zoom, and it looks kind of cool. It's like a zoom out. I, I forget the technicalities that went into this, but there was something different. It was the scene where all the people are on the beach after Brody had already told the mayor, like, hey, man, it's not good. We shouldn't have people. Didn't close the beach down, so he's just watching and waiting. He's super anxious. Every noise, he just he's looking around well when the kid finally gets attacked by the shark it does this crazy pan in like zoom into his face and it's like one of the most iconic shots ever like he's just like fuck and from a producer's aspect um I, I mean i i'm not a producer but i like to look at see how movies were made and things like that that's one of the coolest looking shots ever um I forget how they did that. It was like a bet, like they backed up the dolly while zooming in. Is what I think it is. That's a
1: common. Uh, that is more common now, but that was like really probably one of the first time it's been done like that. But yeah, there are. When you move the dolly either back and zoom in or zoom out, like you get a different effect of just zooming in. Like it's it's, it like. It's you know it's something like you're almost on drugs. It, it looks very cool, and it it's, does. It's very commonly used now. It's very hard to do though because you know you got to get it right. Because if you zoom in too quick while you're moving, it don't look right. So, you described that perfect. It is.
0: It is kind of like a trippy drug trance like, look. V-
1: like everything. Like you, especially because they're focusing on you, but everything just is moving, like out like water almost. It's it's very hard to describe, but it looks awesome. So I'm glad you noticed that. I'm really glad you noticed that.
0: It's very, um, I mean, remember like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, under the bench shot. It's just, there's some of those shots where you're like, man, this is just very unique. This is its own thing. Um, So it's like, I think this movie could have worked if a bad director, I mean, a bad director could have gave you something out of this premise in this movie. But the fact that we got lucky enough to have Spielberg do it, um, I mean, he's made a lot of movies. I mean, you're thinking E.T., he participated obviously in poltergeist. I mean dude has so many movies. This is probably my favorite from Steven Spielberg. Really is. I think if this is uh perfectly encapsulates who he is. Like you said, it's got creepy moments. It's got funny moments. It's got family moments. Like you really genuinely believe all these people are families and I like that when you could root a movie if you have a horror movie and you can actually, or a creepy movie, I'll say, you can root people into people's families, that's a big plus. Almost to the hills have eyes kind of thing. Like, if you're like, damn, man, that's a family. You don't care as much about its stupid kids. If it was a bunch of stupid partiers on the beach, like, yeah, we're littering and throwing shit around, you'd kind of hope Jaws eats them. You're like, fuck these kids. I hope these guys get eaten. I want to see them get tearing to pieces. But you got kids out there and swimming grandpas and grandmas and stuff, you're like, ah, oh, man.
1: Ah. Builds that anxiety, I'm ah, telling you. Get builds, out of the water, man. <laughs> builds that, it builds anxiety. That's the one thing this movie does great. Now, it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for. It. Christian Ramey, let's get into the Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating. Sloppy Horror Rating, baby, yeah! That's right. One, two, three, in the place to be. This is the Sloppy Horror podcast rating. The official stamp of approval from the horror nerd, your scary movie companion, himself. What is he going to do if this is your first time fucking here? Where the hell have you been? Yeah. But if it took you so long, some people are late to the party. I'll explain it to you. We're going to do this here in a series of four categories. Three of the categories are worth three points. Last category is worth one point for a total of... Ten points altogether. You have to do your goddamn e-cig.
0: I'm sorry, that it was the... Did you have
1: to do it now while I'm in my spiel? Are you kidding me? Why yeah. do you always do that? I got Seriously. excited. Oh, my God. Okay. But anyways, back to it. He is, but keep in mind, boys and girls, that this is on a horror movie scale, not in a movie in general, which is very important, I'm sure, for this score of this movie.
0: And, let yeah, let's go out on a limb. If, we're, if this was just a regular movie rating... 10 out of 10. Oh,
1: for sure. 10 but out of it's 10. not. It's the official horror movie scale of well, what makes a horror movie a horror movie. And this technically isn't a horror movie. So this is going to be interesting. I'm excited about this. Let's get to the first category here on Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating. And that is casting. Strongest category. Strongest category. Real actors
0: in this. This isn't, I mean, Richard Dreyfus. All these guys are just real actors. People who went to film school. There were layers and layers and layers of character building in this i mean it's not just a basic premise of i mean sometimes in horror movies you're just like oh it's the douchebag guy with the nice car that's it that's his whole character that's his whole personality there's nothing else or it's just like oh that's the dumb bimbo all right that's it that's all she is you feel everybody in this movie you see them for who they are you see their limitations i think the mayor is the only bad guy I mean, I think that's fair to say. I mean, Charles isn't even a bad guy. He's, I mean, that's, he's hungry.
1: He's a bad fish.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's his job. He wants to eat. You're a bad fish. You don't come around here anymore. You're a bad fish. We're not giving you any more treats. You go. You... <laughs> go
1: to your room. Uh, yeah. Well, so, I help. think
0: he, he was the only bad guy in this, but even he portrayed that so well because it wasn't that he didn't care about people. He cared about his reputation, and he cared about that money. Mm -hmm. And that's a very human quality. Yes. Um, So I I have to go three out of three on Jaws. If I didn't, I couldn't sleep with myself.
1: No, 100%. So that's three out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the second category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. So we have five kills in this movie.
0: Some are implied. Some are seen. But it's all just a shark attack. So we're not having... A very wide variety of kills um, initially I wanted to go a half a point on kills because there isn't a variety but I think Quint's death scene can put that as a one because it's like gory enough where it's like he gets ripped in half he's well, like think, spewing blood out of his mouth yeah, I think
1: I think Quinn's yeah definitely half a point for everything else and half a point just for his I'm just gonna say a one with you because I mean that's that's a pretty intense death scene for this movie yeah. When you have Im- when you have <laughs> when you have implied, but even just the shark attacks where the blood is popping up out of the water and it's just all bloody, that's kind of eerie. But yeah, it's just shark attacks. It's nothing it's nothing different, but I mean, you do have the fish death, which is an explosion. So that's kind of different, but yeah. I'd go with one there too. So that is a 4 out of 10 so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating. Let's get into the third final three-point category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating, and that is Fear. Now, I've thought about this one
0: for a long time, and obviously you are the producer and half of this show, so I, I want your feedback on this. But for the aspect of, like, if you are in water... Sharks are terrifying to all people. Okay? This isn't a three. Because it's just not a three. But the way that suspense is built in this. And the fact that everyone is helpless in this situation. No one is an Aquaman. No one can do shit. You are just... I mean, unless you're like not in the water in general. But like, if you are in this situation... I really put this at a two and a half in my heart. Because this is for everybody. This is... Sharks. This is you are on the beach getting eaten by sharks and then plus the suspense, the build of music, the loss of characters. I'm telling you, get your heart rate going and you talk about what do we say about all the time with the fear category? Do you go away with this movie? like after you're watching this movie and you turn it off, do you think about it when you're running up your basement stairs? do you you know you think about this movie every time you go to the fucking beach. everyone does. So, like, it's not a three, but I really feel it should be a a two-and-a-half for the impact it had on the beach in general. And then just everyone is afraid of sharks. I don't care unless unless you're some shark nut. But I don't know. I, I, I ask you, where would you think this would be at? It's just got so many. It's not just the movie itself. It's, like, the impact of, like, the beach for me and... You go down in the water, dude. That's scary. I mean, that's scary. I mean, Titanic could be put in a fear category, too. (laughs) Well, I mean, every time
1: time someone sees a shark, they think of Jaws. Um, I'm going with, I would say two, not two and a half, uh, just because it's still just a small area of the world where this actually implies the fear. Most of the area you live in your life, unless you live on a beach, you know, Okay. Is it gonna affect, But once it does, yeah, it's it's a two. But it's it's very influential, but again, it's a shark it's a shark you make, attack. You make a good you ain't point walking that. about you're not thinking about this when you're on your way to work, you're not thinking about this when you go to sleep at night. I mean you walk out in your backyard, you're not gonna look for jaws, you know. It's
0: a situation that you may only confront it, once a year. Maybe. Exactly.
1: Most people face this fear once a year when they go to the beach and half people don't go on the water anyway. So I, I like that though, then we'll go 2 let's it's a go two. Two. it's very influential I get it it's it sparked fear like no other but it's still limited so it doesn't get the three because if it would be a three a three is everywhere fear like you can't you're right no matter where you go you're right you're not thinking about this unless you're at the beach which is once a year for most people so,
0: so it's a long- because I, I could see other people doing this, and they would be like, "Nah, it's not that scary." I'm giving it a half a point. I just wanted to make sure we gave it a respectable score in the sense of like understanding. Well, two it's, it's just perfect.
1: the yeah, it's just the anxiety of the boat sinking, kids getting attacked by sharks, and it, there's there's multiple things in this that just produce it for a PG movie to do that and stick with you for the rest of your life. I get it. Another one of those films that I feel like
0: if you took out the score, it would suck. The movie yeah. would like it, the impact would fall flat. So flat, but oh, yeah. they, they, they layered this music so well where you're like, come on, kid, get out of there.
1: <laughs> come on, kid, come so that, on. So that is 6 out of 10 so far here on the Your War podcast rating. Let's get into the last category here, the Sloppy Your podcast rating, and that is rewatchability for half a point from each of us. Uh, I mean, I think I've already watched this three times this year. Yeah, this absolutely is rewatchable. Let's just get that. It's, it's a point, obviously. So that is 7 out of 10 total. Hey. For Jaws, as a horror movie, there you go. I think that's very
0: fair. It is very fair, uh, and, and that's why I said at the beginning. If you're asking me, like a, on a movie scale, Jaws ten out of ten. That's an A plus plus movie. There's no if ands or buts about it. I mean, it's just a uh, it's an actual picture, but a horror movie seven out of ten. You're looking for something to be freaked out. You got a vacation coming up. You're going, yeah, go ahead, pop Jaws on when you're in that hotel room before you yep. hit the beach. Let's yep. see how you're, the rest of your day is
1: going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How yep. far are you getting in that water? Are you going to Nashville or something for a football game? Don't watch Jaws. ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you going to the woods? Don't watch Jaws. It ain't going to work. I mean, you can, but fun to get into the moment if you're going to get this actual scare and fear from. Or if you, it. or it's if a very fun fear though. Jaws is a fun fear. If you want
0: like real big balls, just watch about deep sea fishing. You're just like, I don't give any fuck. <laughs> or <laughs>
1: but it is the Jaws created a very fun fear. I mean, it sucks getting eaten by a shark, but it's a fun fear because it's you're. It's one. It's not likely going to happen to you. It's very like a, unlikely. It's a bag you
0: can always it's reach. It's the in.
1: same. Probably the same odds of getting struck by lightning or winning the lottery probably of odds of getting that so it's a fun little fear especially
0: if you like live in kansas or some shit like yeah. well, you're not in <laughs> the shark. middle of the country you're <laughs> not getting eaten <laughs> by a shark <laughs>
1: it's
0: not even that scary <laughs> i don't know no sharks near me. oh my god the sharks oh, i just now this is the first time me noticing that image back there that i mean that is a great shot I mean, just as far as a film reel, like, if someone didn't know this was a movie, they had never heard of Jaws, and you're just like, yeah, I'll check out this picture, you'd
1: be like, yo, what happened? Like a Is, eyes. <laughs> is he alive? <laughs> like, ah, yeah,
0: yeah, he blew him up.
1: Yeah, okay, that's fucking scary.
0: <laughs> I, you know what I don't understand, though, too? If there's one Jaws, if this is a shark, and he just happened to notice, right, the food near the beach... There's gotta be more of them. So like okay, they blow up jaws. And then they just start swimming back to shore. But we're pedaling hard because there's more sharks, dude. There's my, this day yeah, he's not the only one. Right. If he's just the one, he, he might be a little more aggressive, but
1: there's gotta be more, dude. There's gotta be well, more Well they caught another one. Mm-hmm. Which was rare for that waters, Hooper said, but I don't know at that point, that's the only thing you have. Yeah, it's all you gotta do. It's just fuck it, just go. So,
0: that's fun. I- I'm happy that we really got Jaws out of the way, man. There's certain, like, uh, you- I can hang my hat on that nail now. And, I- you know, obviously, we're so happy that you boys and girls have joined us because this is the last movie of this season. And we really, really enjoy being able to do this with you week after week. And if you've noticed, we are not a program that waters our show down with a bunch of advertisements. We're not selling you products to shave your balls. We're not giving you energy drinks here. But what we do, to, to compensate for that, we make some bonus content on Patreon. So if any of you folks are looking for a fun way to support the show for less than a cup of coffee a month, you can go to patreon.com slash sloppywhore. On there, you can find all kind of bonus episodes. We're not just talking scary movies. We kind of get into everything.
1: Hey, and currently, right now, there is over 20 hours 21 hours, I think, we're at now of extra content for you. Yeah. That's a lot of content. Yeah, I think the lowest
0: tier on there is like 3 bucks a month. And obviously, we know this isn't for everybody, but um, if we don't ask you, nobody else is going to. So, yeah, man, we just – we notice you guys week after week. I mean, because we could see where our listeners are. We see who pops up on a regular show, where you guys are listening from – And it baffles us. It honestly humbles the shit out of us. So if, I mean, you've made it this deep into the episode, you know, you keep up with us week after week. Seriously, thank you. And, you know, maybe you say, I can't do that Patreon, Ozark, and Christian. I can barely afford my own cup of coffee. Well, that's not not a big deal. But you know what you can do? You can tell a friend. You got a friend into scary movies. You got people looking for something to listen to. Hey, maybe you got the ox cord on a long trip and people are in the mood to listen to a podcast or something. Well, there you go. These little opportunities can help us out greatly. All those likes, shares, comments, reviews, you don't think they mean anything. But for Ozark and Christian, they help us put us to a different place. And uh, everyone can help no matter the scale. You know, if you're a billionaire, you could donate us a hundred thousand dollars, and we'll upgrade the studio. I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever you got. But either way, <laughs> we we come back next week all iced up and stuff. Like that. it worked. I don't know. I he listened. We got sloppy horror grills. <laughs>
1: Have a stupid, ridiculous, like, Bart Simpson <laughs> chains or some shit. We I'll have a
0: chain of you. You have a chain of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: these weren't necessary, but... <laughs> he gave us $100,000. Like, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I would probably do something stupid like that. We were going to get cameras and shit, but we got We got these chains and instead.
0: And a Wendy's Frosty machine in here. <laughs> 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 Ugh, can we buy one of those? That'd be fantastic. Oh, it will. Yeah, I I would get five thousand
1: calories worth of Frosties every day. Yeah, Frosties, I love Frosties. I I heard they got a strawberry one. I ain't tried it yet. Don't I, fuck with the Frosty. Just leave the Frosty I, as it is. I heard it was really good though. I don't know. It might be worth the don't a try. mess. I don't know. Don't mess with the Frosties. You keep the Frosties where they're at. Yeah. Classic
0: go-to, just like Jaws. Get you a Frosty and watch Jaws, man. That's, I mean, that's a time right there. Oh, yeah, it is. I'm a cheap date. If my lady looked at me and said, you want to get some Frosties and watch Jaws? I'd be like,
1: look here. I love you so much. Pull your pants down. Yeah, look here. Look, look I'm going to service you real quick. I'm going to service you in this Wendy's. I'm going <laughs> to let everyone know. I, wanna... I love you. <laughs> <laughs> just do like they do to you. I wanna... Give me that vagina. Give me that pussy. Right. I, want, I want to I eat want... ya. <laughs>
0: Man, we're at Wendy's.
1: <laughs> I want to fuck on your clit. Give it to me.
0: <laughs> Give me that clit.
1: <laughs> I know, they get aggressive. How would you imagine if we did that to them? Look. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, I I know that when they get aggressive, it makes you feel weird. You feel like you need to wrap up. I know, I feel like I need to... Don't uh, assume I'm going to get naked. I
1: feel like I I need an adult or something. You shower, like holding your knees and crying. (laughs) She just said, she said, give me that dick, and I I wasn't ready for it. She grabbed it. She grabbed it aggressively, too, and she twisted it. I was... I wasn't having a great day, and she made me. Like, Like, no one cares. I will tell you this. (laughs) If you're trying to get freaky and you go for ball play, be very gentle, okay? Because it's it's very sensitive in that area. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm talking just like a tickle, like, uh, you know, uh, petting a cat that you never knew before. You know, you're being gentle with it. Have you ever sat uh... there and just fucking juggle them?
0: Have you ever sat crisscross applesauce and kicked yourself in the nuts? Yes. It's this, You
1: feel so dumb. Have you ever sat on your nuts in a hot day? Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm.
0: You feel so dumb because
1: you kicked yourself. I know. I, I'm a pop Dang. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting out of control here. But, uh, boys and girls, thank you for joining us this week here on the Sloppy Whore Podcast. This is the uh, conclusional episode of the Summer Trials here. So next week, tune in. For uh, the special episode to where we tally up all the scores, we crown the uh, summer winner, and uh, of course, lots of fun like we always have. So, um, That's good stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go now.
0: Yeah, we got to go. Thank you, boys and girls.